holding Shar Aleph, Perik Ches. At the end of Perik Zion, which was a summary of what we've learned till now about the Koyach of the Adam, the Koyach of a Yiddish and Hashama to affect all of the Olam Salyanim, and the two reasons why a person has the ability to do that. So at the end, we learned about the concept of Hashem Tzilcha, that because we are our neshama has that power to affect all the Elamis. Therefore, as per our movements, Hashem Kevayachal corresponds in turn. And therefore, Hashem is called our shadow, Hashem Tzilcha, because just like a shadow corresponds to the movements of the person or the thing that it's shadowing, so too Hashem Kevayachal, Hashem Tzilcha, Hashem is our shadow. And we brought the Zayar Kaddish of if you're Mesachic. To Hashem, He is mesachik back to you, and that's the concept of ivdu es Hashem b'simcha, because our actions and our emotions and the way that we approach avodas Hashem is what gives the ability kivayachal or the inspiration kivayachal for Hashem to reciprocate and deal with us in turn. And the last thing in Perik Zion, the Nefesh mentions the kruvim, that the kruvim were built. In a way that they were kemar ish levayis pneim ishal achiv that the kruvim were pneim ishal achiv the kruvim were facing each other, and we know that when the kruvim faced each other that was a sign that kali soul was oisin returnish shalmokim that kali soul was in a good relationship with Hashem because one of the kruvim represented kali soul and the other one represented Hashem. So when they were facing each other or even in the best of moments they were in so to speak a hug. That was a sign on the relationship of Kali Sol and Hashem. And if not, then Chasashom, they separated from each other. They sort of looked away from each other. So in Perak Ches, the Nefesh Chaim continues with this point, and he brings the Gemara in Baal that the Gemara says about the Kruvim. See, there's two conflicting Psukim. One Pasuk says that they were facing each other, and one Pasuk says that they were facing the bias. So the first shot is that when they were facing each other was when we were when Klalisol was Oisin Ritzenishal Makam. When they were not facing each other, that's when Klalisol was not Oisin Ritzenishal Makam. But there's another shot in the Gemara over there, and the other Manda Amr says that they were not built facing each other. Their main position was what's called Pneim Ishal Ba'is, or Pneim Labayis. Their faces were facing the walls of the Beis HaMikdash. And if we'll ask that it says that they were facing each other, it means that even though they were facing away from each other, but they were also facing sort of towards each other. The metzaded atstude. They were facing sort of towards each other and sort of towards the bias. And Rashi points out over there that we cannot say according to this opinion that when one situation was oisim mitzanishamokim and one situation was, was not oisim mitzanishamokim, because this opinion holds that the main Pasuk is Pneham Labayis. The main Pasuk is that they were facing away from each other, sort of. They were facing to the Beis HaMikdash. They were facing to the wall of the Beis HaMikdash. And that's the main Pasuk. That's the way that they were set up. So we can't yet, we can't say that that's Oysin Ritzayin Nishalmokim and, and the other way is in Oysin Ritzayin Nishalmokim because the fact that they were, if there was Oysin Ritzayin Nishalmokim then why would they not be facing each other? So the answer to understand both psukim together is to say that they were facing both things, they were facing the wall, but they were facing each other. Meaning, even in a state of facing each other, it wasn't completely facing each other, it was sort of off to the side. And then the obvious question is, why is it that 
they would set up the Kruvim not to be facing directly to each other. So after the whole Arichas of explaining the Gemara, let's just review the question. The question is that the, there is an opinion in the Gemara that the main Pasuk is Upneum Labayis. The main way that the Kruvim were set up in the Beis HaMikdash was not directly facing each other. Even in the best of times, it wasn't directly facing each other. It was sort of facing each other, sort of not facing each other. And the question is, why would they have been set up in that way? So to answer this, the Nefesh goes to another Gemara. A Gemara, famous Gemara in Brachis, that the Gemara says, Layamash Sefer HaTariz Amipicha, that a person should be constantly learning. And then the Gemara asks from Vyosafta Digonecha that a person is supposed to plow their field and they're supposed to bring in, they're supposed to bring in their Tfuah. They're supposed to bring in a Parnasa. So the Gemara over there famously has two opinions. There's the opinion of Rabbi Shmuel and the opinion of Rabbi Shem and the way Rabbi Shem translates the Pasuk is that if a person will completely devote himself to Torah, then his work will be done through others. But if not, then he will have to plow his field and it will be V'yosafta Digonecha. And of course, the question is that it seems that V'yosafta Digonecha in the Pasuk is talking about a bracha. It's talking about that someone, it's someone who's, doing, who's doing the right thing. So how could we say that that's called someone who's ain oisin ritzenish shalmakim? And then Fishachayim basically says that the Gemara says that there are many people that tried to do like Rav Shem Bayechai and, and, and they weren't successful. I Meaning there are many people that tried to make Torah their sole business in the world and they were not successful. Meaning it is not a successful way for the Rabbim to operate. Meaning there are Yechidim that can do that and that have to do that and it's their responsibility to be completely involved in Torah but for the general public they are not on that level now he also says that even according to Rabbi Shmuel even, according, even when the Gemara does quote that you're supposed to be busy with your Parnasa he has Diukim in the Gemara that it doesn't mean that they should leave the Torah completely and it means that they should be as involved in Torah as possible so much so to the extent that the Nefesh Chaim even says that a person should be thinking about Torah while he's doing his work at least to the extent as possible something that he speaks about also in Perkei Avos in Ruach Chaim in, in any event the Pasuk of Yosafta Digonecha is said to a Yachit that means that individual that could be learning on that level, and he's not. So for him to go and work with his parnasa, that's called Ein Oisim Ritzvah Nishamak. The rest of the parsha of Vahoyim Shemayu Tishmu, that sounds like he's doing the right thing, is talking in Lashon Rabbim. So the difference here is the Lashon Rabbim or the Lashon Yachid, hinting to the fact that the, the multitudes, the many people, they should be, for them, will be a bracha. But for that one yachid, that's Ve'osavta Digonecha, is not what he's supposed to be doing, because he's supposed to be completely devoting himself to Torah. So for him, the fact that he's going and getting his panasa is not the right thing. That's called the Ein Oisim Ritzvah Be that as it may, at the end of the day, the Nefesh Chaim says that we see from here that for the Rabbim, for the general population, it is not possible to be on that level of complete devotion only to Torah. Now that was only true in the times of the Beis HaMikdash, or the times of the Beis HaMikdash and on, as opposed to the Dor HaMidbar. Because in the Midbar, they were eating from the Mon. Kalisol was eating from the Mon, and then at that state, Kalisol was completely devoted to Torah. 
So now we can come back to our two psukim and come back to the kruvim. The kruvim, where it says that they were facing each other, that's a pasuk that was talking about in the Mishkan. Meaning in the times of the Mishkan, you can establish the kruvim in a way where they will face each other completely. But the other pasuk that says, is that they were set up in a way that they were not facing each other. It means even when they were originally set up, they were not facing each other completely. That was in the times of Shleim HaMelech by the Beis HaMikdash. And the reason why they were not facing each other completely is because there was not able to be a complete and total devotion to Hashem and to avoid this Hashem and to Torah because they were living in a natural world where they had to also be Isaac in Parnassah. They had to also leave the Torah to be Isaac sometimes in Parnassah. So the, all this whole two Gemaras are to bring out the point that, that the Nefesh Chaim says now. Because he says that, good, so Klali Sol had to turn away from Hashem somewhat to go be Isaac in Parnassah. They had to turn away from their strict to also go and do their Parnassa needs. But why is it that the second crew, the one that represents Hashem, had to also be turned away? Again, we're not talking about when they're in Oisim Ritzen and Shalmakim. We're not talking about where they turned their backs on Hashem. So then we understand that the other one turned away. Because that's the reciprocal relationship. But over here we're talking about where it just happens to be that way. That this is their situation, that they can't spend all of their time devoted to Hashem and Torah. They have to go and turn somewhat what a little bit to be Isaac in their Parnassah, to do their to take care of their financial needs. And says Nevshachai, because that's the way that it goes. The way that the relationship goes is that no matter if it's a fault, it's not a fault, it's because of the nature of the situation. As much as we are able to connect to Hashem and to turn to Hashem, that is as much as Hashem is able to turn to us and to connect to us. And that's the lesson of the Kruvim. That the Kruvim were an exact replica of the relationship between us and Hashem. And since it wasn't possible for us to be completely and totally devoted to Hashem in the way that we were in the Midbar when we were eating from the Mon, therefore both Kruvim had to be somewhat slightly turned away from each other to represent a replica of the relationship between Kali, Sol, and Hashem.